0: are you gonna stand the whole time me Let's see oh yeah
1: one. here's my clothes <laughs> <laughs> just
2: to prove that
0: i
1: am okay we team. can help gary decide what he wants to wear later i love it <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think this is recording to just one and if not jeff uh sorry about that
0: this is where jilly's ro- roller derby has trained her for podcasting because she can stand the whole time and not worry about it totally Podcast. I'm Jeb Jackson.
3: Hi, I'm Laura Pasquini. And today we're kicking it with two old school student affairs break drink podcasters, Julie Larson and Gary Ballinger. Hello. Hello.
1: Oh, no. Hello. I'm sorry, it
3: froze. (laughs) Well, that's our hello, and this is how it's going to go. So, welcome to the break drink (laughs) family reunion, part part one.
0: So, so last week we had a uh, guest, Julissa Arce. Um, she taught us a lot about undocumented students, so I hope you learned a lot that week, because don't be prepared to learn anything new this week.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I just opened
3: Facebook, so I have all the current pop culture things available <laughs> for us to talk about. <laughs> Ready. Actually, he's lying. We invited these two back, not only because they were former podcasters, but I actually do learn a lot from your podcasts. I won't say what I learn. Um, so I did a TBT for a podcast episode with y'all and Kronk News, and there's so much in there to unpack that I just recommend Wait. people go listen, and I'll, I'll put in the show notes. So
0: Laura, before we go too far, should we go ahead and take a moment of silence for the Bowling Green Massacre? Yes. <laughs> or should that be later on?
3: Oh, I was just doing it. Are we not done? <laughs>
0: oh, sorry.
1: Um, I mean, I think it deserves a moment at the beginning and at the end, so I think it's fine. <laughs>
3: okay, we'll come do back. We'll come back to yeah. that one. Yeah. Um. Actually, uh, Jeff, someone asked me, "What the heck does break drink mean?" And since we've got these like uh, old school kids on, do you want to tell them what this is called? Break drink, and how it, and where break drink came from? Because I think it's your bebe. Maybe <laughs> Gary was involved in it too. I think.
2: I was there.
0: So um so i gary and i worked at the university of arizona he started uh before i did i don't know how many years but several years before i did um we shared the same last day because <laughs> uh, we both were leaving at the same time um at university of arizona in the student unions they actually had a thing called a brig drink and it was basically if you worked for the union you got, got free soda but it was a pepsi campus so i never had it <laughs> Except for I would get the sweet tea at Chick-fil-A. i
2: am like,
0: we yeah. tea. But but um I think I was there a year before I realized I could get tea. So like I never actually utilized it. But the 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 thing about it was it wasn't so much the act of drinking soda, it was the a couple of times a day uh gathering people to take a break and to walk around the campus and to to chat outside your office. So it was kind of like a community building event, which was the unintended consequence of having it. So um, years later, I decided to, I wanted to do like a student affairs news uh, website. Uh, I was trying to think of what to call it. And I wanted it to be something, um, I don't know, original or that, that would stand out a little bit. I don't know how I actually ended up on that thing. And I emailed like 10 student affairs people like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Is anyone interested? I'm pretty sure Gary was the only one that replied back at
3: the time. That's good sample size right there. Yeah. Gary.
0: So so that's why it was just Gary and I for a while. And then uh, Julie emailed me or tweeted or somehow we got, she reached out to us and then we added Julie and then later on we added Laura and then um, here we are now.
3: So break drink still has like a little coffee cup or a drink cup to say like we're going to have a chat about stuff that's random. And before it was more like learning and now it's it's sort of learning, but more just chatting. And what are we drinking today?
2: And That's kind of how it was, uh, I think, when we were uh, walking around. A lot of times we actually just spend it actually complaining about... (laughs) (laughs) The current state of things and why the man was bringing us down. Totally. Like, you know, the general stuff that you like to talk about and complain to your friends or colleagues about. I am drinking, despite the popular belief, I am drinking a giant thing of water. No Four Locos. <laughs> Although mm-hmm. I do have one can of Four Loco in my fridge at home in Indiana. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm just saving for the right moment. I think you brought the 12-pack of Four logo, you still have I do, from several years ago.
3: And for That's those awesome. listening, Julie, do you want to share what the Four Loco joke is or why you were laughing or tittering at Gary?
1: Well, so Four Loco made its debut about the same time Break Drink made its debut, I feel like. <laughs> and, not a sponsor. Um, as any, yeah, not a sponsor, sadly. Um, story within a story, I when I logged into Facebook, I had a memory from six years ago. A friend tagged me in a For Loco picture today. So I think it's very apropos that we are podcasting today. <coughs> um, and so we decided the best thing to do would be to have some field research and the ability to talk about the effects of For Loco on our students. So, um, you know. Which was we, not
0: good. The effects were no. Not good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the effects were not good on students or us,
3: to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Describe what 4Loco is, Gary. So those who maybe don't
2: uh, know. At the time, in back then, I mean, they've tapered it off a little bit. But at the time, <laughs> it was high my content, alcohol <laughs> volume uh, drink. Came in like, totally, like-, like a 22 ounce can. Tastes like not great. Not crap. Had like watermelon flavor. Tastes like
0: liquid Jolly Rancher.
2: Yeah, and then it was also highly caffeinated. Yeah. Um, so it was this combination of you know uppers and downers, uh, depressants and stimulants. Mm-hmm. Um, which was causing a lot of issues on college campuses. So we took it upon ourselves. And I cracked open a can during a, a podcast one time and took one sip, described it as disgusting. And then about halfway through the podcast, realized I was still drinking it <laughs> and,
1: and a little intoxicated at that point. So, uh,
3: and it kind of stopped talking for a while. Yes.
1: It was amazing, yeah.
3: We'll, we'll link to that episode so you can get the full
2: Gary old school for loco, yeah, <clears throat> I need to go back and listen to some of those. I've never, I haven't re-listened to them in a long time. Right,
0: I was just That's saying it, it may not have been that funny, but in my mind, it was very funny.
2: Yes, I thought it was funny.
3: So yeah. no, for loco, just water or vodka in that, that bottle. Nice. I'm not sure though, Gary. You'll never know.
2: You'll never know. He is in
0: Arizona right now, so I'm assuming it's water.
3: <laughs> right. Well, Julie, I met because of break drink, so we never walked around a campus, but then we made Dallas our campus, so we both lived in the same city, and she tweeted at me and said, hey, you live here, too. Yeah. We should get together. So we had a blind date.
1: Well, I'm, you're cutting out for me. I'm going to try and take a walk.
3: See, she's, she's all reacting me? like we're walking together. So I know. we went for brunch, and uh, we, we met. We did. Yeah.
1: We did. That was really fun. I liked it. You made fun of me though, because I was like, Oh, I'll have I'm wearing this shirt and you were like, Oh, I'm carrying a red rose. And I was yes. like, No, when you Immediately, when that's you I go did on a blind date with someone I want a little bit of information right like I want to know I want to be able to know
3: that the person I want to walk up
1: to is the right person I didn't think that was weird at all that I was like I will be wearing this well
3: I'm pretty sure my so. picture is me on Twitter but that's and I've been told that like you actually look like you on Twitter and I was like what do you look like
1: but, <laughs> what are you going for what I'm going to try to hear but I might have to take a walk in a minute. Now you see me in my raincoat. I'm ready to go. It's disgusting here in Seattle, by the way. All right. Well,
3: pretend we're taking a break, drink, walk around your campus where it's wet and disgusting. Awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Julie just gave me a tour around her campus.
1: I did. Jeff came
0: to yeah.
3: visit.
2: Oh. Yeah. Total
0: jelly. Yeah, it's Good times. Yeah. We had a, a super expensive brunch because everything there is expensive.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's because you live in and Texas. You don't know.
0: That's true. Uh, no, I love Seattle. The campus is beautiful.
3: Mm-hmm. and everyone in so, seattle
0: looks like they're about to go on a hike at any moment
3: yes I'm with Seattle.
1: it's true it's true it's always open for a visit anytime anyone wants to come i mean meaning anyone out of the three of you not necessarily like all listeners who'd listen open to this. invite julie larson we'd love to
3: see you in seattle put a bird on it
1: i mean maybe i probably know some <clears> people so they could probably come but not everyone
0: <laughs> so, so, Gary, are you a doc student now?
2: Uh, I am a doc student. I am in my last uh, semester of coursework. Um, so yeah, right? How quickly times have gone, Julie? Julie <laughs> <This> <laughs> <term>. <laughs> um, Last semester of coursework, I have three classes this semester, um prelims in June, oral prelims in June, and then um, dissertation work after that, hopefully. Is your the past.
3: doctoral program in, in higher ed,
2: about higher ed? is that... Yeah, higher ed, uh, educational leadership with higher education emphasis at Indiana State University, which is where uh, I received my master's as well. Go trees. And, yes, yes, go trees. And it was where I was working before they unceremoniously eliminated my position a week before I started, mm. said doctoral oh, program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times, good times. Um, so, but, yeah, so... That's that's where I am. So I think most, if you look at most of the people, I think we have a, a big majority now in the break-drink family who have gotten their uh, doctorates or are in the process of it. So yeah. that's why
3: well, we were about learning. We're not now. Today. Julie, don't do it. No, I'm not going to.
1: No. <laughs> firm,
3: firm. Mm-hmm. Firm no. Gary, do you know what you're going to dissertate about or study?
2: Yes, hopefully. Um, I have an idea. So... Uh, what I'm looking at is, is qualitative. I'm a qualitative guy, I believe. We'll see. Mm, if I can, I can see that. that yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and my attempt is going to be looking at the presidential leadership experiences and career pathways of tribal college and university presidents in the United States. So <sighs> cool. I'm going to try to sit down with a few of them and learn about uh, their career progression and leadership and uh, tribal colleges and universities in the United States.
0: Gary How That's many tribal cool. colleges and universities are there?
2: 41, I believe. 41, 42 if you count uh, Canada.
1: If we go up into <laughs> Never. We don't count Canada. <laughs> we don't <laughs> count Canada around here. What?
3: Right. I always get to get one slam from all y'all. That's why you know your family, we you recall these the break drink family.
2: Right <laughs> yeah. um, And so hopefully I'll be able to get a good cross-section from all of from the Midwest and Southwest and uh, Northeast maybe too, Julie, if I can get someone up there. I, I, I know, it, right? Yeah, would be great. Um, so that's my plan. So I just got to, you know, get connected and get networked. And hopefully there'll be some people who want to participate here in the next couple of years.
3: I have someone on my uh, campus that um, works in that area and might be able to help you with connections. So let me know when you're starting.
2: That would be great. Absolutely. I'm not I have happy.
0: nothing for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Typical.
0: i can send you my apa i can send you my apa guide
2: oh i've got one (laughs) sitting here on my nightstand
0: Um, oh yeah the best advice i had going into the doctoral program is laura pasquini said get the apa guide the spiral bound apa guide and not the um whatever the other binding is so you can um, open it flat on your desk
2: and I think mm. I heard that as well, and I did it. But the problem is my back cover constantly falls out of that stupid spiral. And it so off. it's all, yeah, I think I'm, I'm I'm about there. It's about to be gone. Yeah.
3: <laughs> We'd like a live Facebook video of you doing that, and you rip it off. Because <laughs> that was never around. Like, Jeff and I reflected how old we are in podcasting days, because half the crap's not around there in technology. But you can do that for us, right, Gary?
2: I will. Sure, why not? Thank you
3: julie yeah my
0: cover's my cover's gone exactly that's what i'm talking about my cover's
3: gone (laughs)
2: it's worthless
3: um julie has changed her life since break drink stopped podcasting i blame break drink for taking Julie away from me you lived in dallas
1: Oh, yeah, okay, I, that's the change, yeah. She's
3: <laughs> well, like, Dallas.
1: I have? <laughs> well, I don't know, I mean, I guess, right. Uh, yeah, I left Dallas, amen, and uh, came back home to Seattle, uh, which has been awesome. It's like almost four years, can you believe it? It's been almost four years and I've been out of Dallas. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. I can. I know. <laughs> like, every day I cry a little bit. Um. Yeah, it's been great. I'm actually, I mean, I'm, I, you know, might be, out, I might be done with higher ed. So that's that's where I'm at with my life right now. So love in Seattle and um, looking at life outside of of higher ed, maybe. So see what's going on there.
0: What would you do outside of higher ed? Full time role. I'm looking a
1: lot at (laughs) Uh, training, development, like leadership development. It's so funny. I was talking with a woman. um, I co-taught a leadership class last spring on our campus, and the woman who teaches it, it's in our business school, and she uh, worked in industry for a long time, and then came back and teaches now. And uh, we were just chatting about it, and she's like, "You would probably be fine because there's this whole like." Up and up in the business world right now, or uproar about how do I work with a millennial, right? And it's just this like scary uh, thing for them to think about. How do we work with young people? Um, everyone under the age of like thirty is a millennial to them. I feel like it hasn't, it does not matter, like you know. Um, and so I, I think there's a really cool um, kind of opportunity to look at how are we helping college folks and young folks transition into the work world um, from advising and uh, some of that looking at you know, students are, majors are meeting very different things. And I think our workforce is very skills focused versus major focused in a lot of ways. And so helping folks into that transition and looking at what that looks like. So it's, I'm, I'm excited Should be, I mean, we'll see, I have to convince people that in higher ed, you actually do things besides just play with students all day. Um, And so (laughs) we'll see, we'll see if my experience translates out there, but
2: I have a friend who left higher ed who does corporate training or HR for Starbucks in Seattle. Um, so I
1: might
2: Do with her? Yes. Uh, and she might be a good resource just to Wait, y- chat. Wait. What What wow. is the place? Starbucks? Starbucks? It's a it's a little company called Star Starbucks. And they're in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, just there. I didn't, them. I, I didn't see them anywhere. Upstart.
1: Upstart. Oh.
3: See, I'm people glad wait. we're doing this podcast so you can talk to one another again, because that's why Jeff and I are podcasting. So yeah, connections. So
0: the line at the original yeah. Starbucks goes like a hundred people deep. Oh, and like boy. if you go a block in any direction, there's a there's like seven <laughs> Starbucks around with no line.
3: Or like, better coffee in Seattle that's not better. Starbucks. I said it's it. It's the same cup. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all about
3: the
1: cup yeah mm-hmm. yeah
3: the,
1: there was a big meltdown on campus the other day because the starbucks on campus uh their mobile like their ability to take your the app payment was down and like oh, people that. didn't know what to do myself included i was like who <laughs> what do you mean i have to use like a real card or cash to pay for my coffee right now <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know.
0: Every, every time i got coffee in seattle i was the only mm-hmm. one that was paying with a credit card everyone everyone was standing there like this <laughs> to pay. holding the phone I was like yep i'm mm-hmm. like, oh, sorry all i have is like cash and credit cards like i don't know how to how to work here
2: that's the downside <laughs> of the barnes and noble or the inside coffee or inside bookstore starbucks because they don't do the app but almost
3: like the grocery store
1: mm-hmm. do.
3: unless you want a reward, mm-hmm. want a reward and then so was there like it. a mini riot julie when the app went down
1: yeah, it was just, like, people were like, I don't have this. People were, didn't know what to do. How do I get my coffee? Like, what am I going to do next?
3: What's good? Ash. Right.
0: So, um, should we talk about the the incident on the, the UW campus, or should we avoid that?
1: We can talk about it, yeah.
0: What, what um, I don't know exactly what happened, and I, I don't know the results.
1: Yeah, yeah. um, yeah. So kind of brief. uh, So our college Republicans um, in conjunction with uh, Washington State University um, and Washington State originally was bringing Milo and um, Milo, I don't know, however you say it, but I think it's Milo. um, We're bringing him to campus and kind of had outreach to UW because it would have reduced the cost, um, kind of like it does with speakers, right? If they can do multiple things in an area, the cost becomes cheaper. And so um, and he's the, the editor, editor to Ar-
0: or senior editor of Breitbart or managing editor of Breitbart. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And his big thing, so, you know, he's been banned from Twitter for trolling. Um, he says he just speaks the truth. And, um, you know, there's a lot of conservative folks that are like, oh, but he's gay, so he can't really be racist or bigot or anything, you know. <laughs> um. that's, that's true. <laughs> so, I don't know if it
3: right. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> we, we distributed
2: um, that memo. Right, <laughs> stay in your
3: closet, Gary. Yeah. Straight people right. must not have
2: gotten
1: it. He's really in the closet. Great. Right. Um, Gary but yeah, actually so, is in the
2: closet right now,
0: by
1: the way. Yes. yeah. Right. I, literally. Not literally in the closet. closet. Not an alternative <laughs> fact. True fact. <laughs> True fact. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. But yeah. So there was a lot of outrage. There was, um, you know, petitions to the president to cancel him or to uninvite him. Uh. There was just a lot. There was some anti, um, uh, or counter protest events that were going on or ethnic cultural center. Um, also developed kind of a day long programming events. So for students who either felt unsafe or just wanted a different space to be in, they had some events going on. Um, the president ultimately did not cancel, right. Move forward because we were a public institution and so free speech and made a really good statement in terms of, I don't stand for this and I understand, but like with the being an educational institution, that kind of thing. Um, and it was just the same so there as was the a lot of, pro- and it was, go ahead.
0: Was it the same weekend as the Women's March?
1: Yes, it was the night before. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, so there were some protests in Seattle that were happening um, unaffiliated with UW. And it was strange. I left campus about, uh, you know, 5.30 that night. And uh, the... Talk was scheduled to start at seven. And we have a large area called Red Square, which is kind of like the free speech area on campus. And it sits right outside of this main hall that he was in. And there was like maybe 15 people, right? And they're kind of milling about and it was not formal protest or anything like that. And so I kind of thought, you know, I mean, with an hour and a half before he's starting, like, and there's nothing going on, like, maybe this isn't going to be such a big event, Um, but the crowds came and it was mostly peaceful. There was, um, a large group of students and what they chose to do was block the entrance so that people couldn't go into the hall to watch him speak. Um, and then there was a group, a large group of, um, off campus, uh, self-identified anarchists who came and that is, um, it was within that group of people, um, both the victim and the shooter, um, were kind of from that outside group of people on campus. Um, so a, a person was, um, shot, Um, there was kind of a scuffle details weren't really known for a long time. Um, he was taken to a local hospital, um, was in critical condition, but as far as I know is fine and made it out. I didn't hear, I mean, I can't tell you for sure, but I, they kept us updated for a couple of days and, um, the shooter turned himself in and, um, again, was not affiliated with UW in kind of any way, um, but yeah it was tense for sure I think um, and definitely then like thinking about Berkeley a couple weeks after a week after that or whenever that happened in relation to how difficult it is because um, my understanding is a lot of their instigation was from off-campus folks too and oh. just what it means to be a public space and an in, and invite that in in such a time like this um, and make, make sure students are feeling safe but knowing that um, as an institution it's your some ways your hands are really tied right and and you yeah. have to just like wait for things to unfold in as bad as it seems i don't know
0: so how have the students felt i mean did the students still feel safe were they freaked out were they
1: um i think students uh were a little nervous and then once it was identified pretty quickly that it wasn't UW affiliated people. I think that calmed people down in a lot of ways, um, that it wasn't, uh, you know, the, the, and that the person was like turned themselves in and wasn't really a threat. You know, I think that kind of eased fears. Um, it's been tense on campus, um, and just in general. So I think that feeling still exists. Um, Washington state has a, um, house bill 1079 that allows undocumented students to receive uh, financial aid. So, We have a lot of undocumented students on campus and we have um, a good amount of support. I mean, we could always do better, but um, like they are welcomed on our campus pretty clearly. Um, I mean, our mayor of Seattle has said we're going to stay a sanctuary city. So there's a lot of that that just kind of underlies everything right now. Right. So I think the tension in some ways is still there. But around that event, I think, has dissipated in a lot of ways.
3: It's interesting. We actually, in the last episode, um, talked to Julissa Acker about Undivina, undocumented students, undocumented campus, DACA. So if you want to learn more, I that was quite educational for us. And she shared a bit about her story and the book she wrote on that.
2: It was a good episode.
3: Oh, thanks, Gary.
2: Well, I guess it was the only episode, really. But, but it, was, it was the best by far.
3: So far. We try to be <laughs> one-on-one we talked about podcasting the first one gary but that's just jeff and i gushing about the things we listen to
2: yeah <laughs> i caught I, that one too like it was it was wasn't your finest moment
3: okay so. thanks <laughs> thanks gary <laughs> gary's gonna <to> be leaving <laughs> like comments I on itunes like, no, star like, for this one no, I just did, like,
0: after i edited uh julie's episode and i uploaded it, i'm like we should probably just stop now <laughs> like, it's probably not gonna get better as we go on like or maybe you should have waited and done her like five months from now.
2: No, it was really good. You guys just listened to so many things. I was like, are you kidding me right now? And this could be the doctorals, full-time doc student, full-time worker person talking to me. I'm like, I don't even have time to breathe sometimes, I feel like. So I was like, how do you do that? I've One of the things uh, I got, I had to get an Amazon little fire so I could get my PDFs to read to me correctly, <laughs> which has helped me a little bit. <laughs> Uh, on the reading front, but uh, I, I don't have a lot of time to listen to things.
3: Yeah, not being in a PhD, Jeff and I both said, um, "Freeze up your time." Like I'm actually busier than I was in my PhD, but it seems like it's you're tied to that yeah. obligation, so you never fully get to do other things.
0: Right. Well, and I hardly ever. So I never watch TV. Um, no, I, I watch the Spurs it's basically I watch basketball it's the only thing I watch on television and in the morning occasionally I watch like Curious George or um, Who doesn't whatever yeah or whatever's whatever's being watched in the morning and uh, I, typically, I don't know I don't know how I listen I, I listen to a lot of my desk when I'm doing other stuff
3: same or I walk a dog and I listen to it or driving a car somewhere in this fine state of construction yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, because in Dallas, everything's an hour from each other. At That's
3: least. That's true. Mm-hmm.
2: That's helpful. I listen to, like, um, oddly enough, John Jay and Rich, which was, like, the morning show here in Tucson when I lived in Tucson. Um, and now it's kind of syndicated and it's on iHeartRadio. And so I usually listen to that on my drive, my commute to and from work in the morning. Um, but Why do you fun. listen
3: to that one? What's, what's good about that one, Gary?
2: Uh, it, it's just silly and ridiculous. Familiar? Familiar, yeah, it reminds me of Tucson and Arizona, they're kind of like you know, like old friends, I guess. Even though you know, I know I don't know them. <laughs> I saw John Jay once at, at a restaurant in Tucson, <laughs> but that's about that's about it. Did you creep uh, behind and kind of take of, a picture with yourself? Right, right. He was far, he was far away, but um, and ironically, so they're out of Phoenix now, where I am currently for the next couple of weeks. And I haven't listened to them live yet. (laughs) I'm still listening to to the podcast. Primarily because we don't have a radio. So I'm just going to have to get on the computer and stream it live.
3: Yeah. Check it out. Oh, Julie, since you left Dallas, is there talk about their radio stations? We have a new radio station. It's like an old school hip hop radio station. It's amazing. 94.5. Fantastic. Nice. The boom.
1: I don't miss Dallas radio stations. No. Mm-mm.
3: It's changed <laughs> since you've left. I swear,
0: Julie. <laughs> I I asked Julie if she missed anything about living in Dallas and she uh, did not hesitate to say no, but then she said the people. So that would include you. Mm. And then I think she said that. I think she said the airport, but generally she said no.
3: <laughs> yeah. In that order, airport yeah. people, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it was people first. She was people okay. first, then
2: airport.
1: What's mm-hmm.
2: so great about the airport. It's amazing.
1: You can get anywhere from Dallas. It's so nice. Uh, direct. Yeah, mm-hmm. direct. Yeah, Seattle, you have to connect all the time. Mm-hmm.
2: Good to know. I always go through Dallas.
3: Exactly, Gary.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Never traveled to Dallas specifically. Okay.
3: Well, if you do, no. Gary, you get stuck here. You call me. We I can have some good times. I think we're going through Dallas on the way back.
2: Dallas or Denver on the way back? In March, I'll let you know. Okay. If we get
3: stuck. <laughs> uh, I don't actually go- want
1: to visit you, but if I have to, because I get stuck in an airport, then maybe yeah, I'll that's
3: exactly <laughs> that's exactly it. Julie, thank you for pointing that out. Um, <laughs> got it. <laughs> got it. <laughs>
2: no, Laura was gonna when she was doing her drive across country to go to Canada, our northern northern state. Um, <laughs> don't
3: at, don't so ever say, say stop that. It,
2: they were going to stop in Terre Haute, but then they took <laughs> they took a different route <laughs> when
3: I was in Terre Haute. I mean, there wouldn't have been
2: much to do, but, you know, still.
3: <laughs> I did stop on the way back and literally got gas there just for you, Gary, and I needed gas, but I thought of you, <laughs> and I did a hat tip and drove on through. Thank
1: you You're welcome. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Julie or Gary, are you all going to NASPA?
1: No.
2: No, I went to um, Ash in the fall. Because uh, I'm all scholarly and shit. I know. And. <laughs> is there cussing on this one? No? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. You could bleep it out in post. Nope. Um... <laughs> and so I was going to go to ACPA. I don't have real and... sound effects, though, so I have to go
3: beep. <laughs> right? Okay, maybe we will gonna... then.
2: I was actually going to go to ACPA um, just because it's kind of more my speed these days. Uh, And we had a program proposal accepted, but with my work schedule traveling and stuff, I'm not going to be able to do it. So we had to turn it down. So Mm. Um, not going to anyone's in the spring, it doesn't look like.
1: Yeah. No, my boss is pretty aware that I'm, like, searching and kind of looking at next steps. So it's really hard to sell, like, hey, send me to this conference. I probably won't be here in two months. Like, can we just, you know, (laughs) farewell tour around the professional center? is that fine or like what's going on so yeah i'm hanging out here
0: julie is um part of your desire to leave higher ed just you're kind of over it or is it the fact that you that seattle doesn't it's hard to live in seattle on a higher ed salary
1: um i said both i think i think it's really uh yeah it's definitely hard to live in seattle on a higher ed um salary when you're an old maid like i am as my grandpa calls me um meaning that means (laughs) Single over thirty for anyone who's listening and doesn't know my grandfather. Um, (laughs) Welcome, Julie's Old (laughs) B Club. I know, right? Um, I uh, yeah, it's like definitely looking at things like if I wanted to stay here, it's hard to do that with like a single higher ed income. I also think too, there's just a lot of like uh, it's really hard to move up in higher ed. It's really hard to get new opportunities in higher ed. Um, I would love to have a conversation with people who think otherwise. That'd be great, (laughs) but. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is like, I, I work, my office now is awesome. Um, and I like it, but you know, we have an associate director and a director and unless either of them go somewhere, right. Which isn't likely, like there's no direct promotion. Um, or you think about like, we have a leadership office on our campus, which is awesome. And I would, you know, consider working in them, but they're essentially like limited grant funding almost. And so they can't hire new people. So it's like, it's just those things where I think, um the ability to like try new and grow and hire it is really really hard from
3: my perspective And you want to stay in seattle as well right because you could go yeah. somewhere to middle nowhere america and probably move up but nah.
1: yeah yeah i like i like where i'm at right now mm-hmm. cool
3: i don't know what i do when i grow up so i'm glad you made your career decision so far julie so that's good <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it's just like, it, it's just what feels good right now, right? Like, who knows? In six months, I might be crying, like, wait, where's my free pizza at a program? I don't know. Um, but for right now, it feels like a good decision.
0: <laughs> so as I said okay. earlier, Gary and I had the same last day of school um, yes. when we lived in Arizona. And, and like the next time we got together it was like a month later. And it was like the first day of school for U of A. And we had sat at a cafe across the street from campus. That's
2: true, yeah.
0: And like looked at all the craziness, and it was—I I remember it being like so um, odd that like there was a school. School was starting, and like the first time in my life since kindergarten, like I was not participating, in like the first day of school somewhere.
2: It's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. We were at a little uh, Paradise Bakery or whatever it was.
0: Oh yeah, I was trying to think of the name of it. But yeah, doesn't yeah. know it. They
2: good sandwiches.
0: Yes. <laughs> And we're just relaxing. Mm-hmm.
2: Just watching it all go by.
3: <laughs> These two are like old men before they were really old. Just so you know. Totally. They're I still know. super young, but they're like 78 at heart.
2: <laughs> that sounds, yeah. That's about right. That is about right. But I, I echo your comments, Julie. I think it's, it is career transitions, I think, are very difficult in higher education, um, especially as I found myself, you know, trying to transition in the past to from one area um, to mm-hmm. the next, um, I think we're and and I I'm taking ownership of what I did as someone who was a hiring authority at certain times. I doubted people's motives. I think when they were moving mm-hmm. from uh, a position and an experience that they uh, was much higher than the one that they were applying for, and I think we have a tendency to do that in higher education. I think we doubt people's motives. Um, and think, oh, they're way too experienced, they're going to want way too much funny, um, they're going to get bored. And sometimes yeah. people are looking for a change to something they're more passionate about, to a quieter life, perhaps, to something more stable. Um, and some people like to hang out in that kind of mid kind of range, or they, they want to seek out opportunities that, you know, are going to be fulfilling to them. Um, And I think we doubt that a lot of times. So I have made it a a personal pledge of mine. Should I ever be in that position again? Not to doubt people's motives (laughs) and to give them the benefit um, of the doubt. Because it's, it's hard being on the other side.
3: Julie we yeah. almost worked together except someone doubted my motives they thought I, I couldn't didn't want to be an advisor at UT Dallas and they're like nah, she's gonna leave and blah 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 and I was like no I'm not I have a visa I have to stay do you not get that <laughs> like
1: yeah
0: Gary do you want to do faculty when you graduate
2: uh, I would like to but um, the challenge is that I, I don't have any full-time teaching experience I have a Um, a partner now as well so uh, and he's just now in the last year and a half he's in higher education as well Um, and so and he's just starting out in higher ed uh, because he did you know management before uh, in the business arena Um, and so I don't want to really drag him places like we both don't wouldn't make enough to drag each other to other places so I don't know. I'm gonna. It's gonna be limiting, I think, in terms of um, potential opportunities. We're just gonna to have to see what happens. Um, I would love to. I just don't know if it's if it's gonna work out. The all the stars are gonna to have to align, I think.
3: Do you want some <laughs> online there? teaching experience? Yeah. That I can't pay you for, but would you like some sometime?
2: <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Once I once I finish coursework, hey, yeah, absolutely.
3: No, I mean, <laughs> like, this- if you are <laughs> looking to get some experience, um, yeah. myself and others are probably interested in getting other tas and stuff like or being a teacher on a section yeah yeah okay we'll talk absolutely
0: G- Gary I had to do an internship um, my last year doctoral studies so I wanted to teach because I- I'd been in higher education long enough where I had done a lot of stuff and I wanted a completely different experience mm-hmm. so um, so someone agreed to it so I co-taught a course with Paige Hopperkern Oh yeah! Oh, oh! Yeah,
1: loved her. (laughs) Look at these guys. (gasps) We're
2: we're Arizona peeps.
0: I know. And then she hired me the next year to be adjunct. Oh, very cool for for Texas State. So very
2: cool.
0: Yeah, So Paige is here, and Pete and Nina are in Texas. So a lot of Arizona people are. By a lot, I mean you know three, (laughs) but but still.
2: I mean that's kind of still a lot though for more. I mean we were all in the same department. So if you consider yeah. that, that's
0: a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got here and it's completely random. The we time. got here a different like like Pete and Nina got here a year before me.
2: Oh, exactly.
0: And then Paige got here probably a year after me.
1: So.
3: Mm-hmm. They just put the well, cute little family photo up on Facebook cuz I don't look for nice things on there now. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, look at those. Look how darling they are." I
0: don't know. Oh,
2: Pete and Nina.
3: Yeah, yeah. the kids.
0: I mean, sadly, I don't see them as much as I, as we used to, the, we used to get together, like at least over the holidays with, with Paige and Pete and Nina, but, um, we didn't do that this, this break. So we need to do it more often.
2: Absolutely.
3: Do you guys I'm miss podcasting look. with each other? Cause you two were kind of funny together. Or what, okay. what I listened to some different clips. I was like, Oh my God, they're kind of hilarious. Those two. You're Julie and I. Oh. Yeah. You too oh yeah that one (laughs) absolutely we had a lot of fun i think we We did
2: got on there and talked and yeah uh, and spewed forth whatever we were (laughs) thinking a lot of times and our feelings maybe that's why we're having (laughs) issues getting jobs
3: (laughs) all right you two get together start shining up that's it
2: (laughs) (laughs) and i just i admitted to drinking a four loco and just said shit scholarly and shit just a few (laughs) minutes ago i mean those could have something to do with it as well but um no i think we had a lot of fun um when we chatted and then things just got really busy i think for everybody around the same time yeah it's kind of this this thing where we were you know changing positions and going to school full-time and having families and finishing things up that it was just was Mm kind of not overwhelming, but I think we were all like, okay, well, we, it's time to kind of take a break and do something else for a while just to recenter ourselves, perhaps, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. Julie, I think you'd move. We still did a few after you moved, I think, right?
1: I think like maybe one or two, but I do okay. think it was like the time zone thing really does cause problems. Yeah.
2: Yeah, when you're all across, especially if you live, you know, in Arizona. like, <laughs> no, one, no, one <laughs> like <laughs> no one knows what time it is. No one
1: knows what time it
2: is. Arizona and in Indiana, Jesus. I know too.
1: <laughs> right, exactly.
2: <laughs> Either way, it's it, it's difficult for me, for Arizona or Indiana. It's a challenge.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Hey,
0: Julie, have you joined the Cascadia movement? What about it? Have you joined the Cascadia um? movement. No,
1: I don't I'm going to be really honest, I don't really understand it. I don't really know. It confuses me. Um <laughs> Is it? Yeah, what are
3: you talking I, about?
1: I, I so, don't know. There's like it's like an I want to say it's like a zoning thing or like a neighborhood thing? I don't know. Jeff, do you actually know what it is? Did you research so it? So
0: it's it's like they want to have their own country and it goes oh. from like Oregon to Washington I want to say through Canada, maybe up into Alaska, of like there's this territory that's been called Cascadia, and so I, so that's about all I know about it. I imagine <laughs> it's like a bunch of people, like this um, militia of people who don't believe in guns, so they drink coffee, <laughs> and they wear hiking boots, and they talk about um, being in their own country someday.
3: Are that would serious? be about right. Yeah, I'm fact checking you. That last part I completely made up. Yes, but no, that's correct. Part, I, was going I to say that's fact. an alternative fact. Um, right. <laughs> so you <laughs> know it's not a real break drink episode if you're not googling something. What Jeff's talking about? <laughs> so it's true. It's true. This is the image, and uh, we'll put in the show notes. But that's essentially the movement up, yeah, oh, up the okay. coast of the Pacific so, like, Northwest.
2: Like NorCal up. You know? Yeah,
3: exactly. So <laughs> Jeff's kind of right. I like their flag. They have. Um, okay. Because if I said, like, oh,
0: there's a militia in Texas that they want to have as Texas as their own state, people would be kind of freaked out about that, right? Yeah. Like yeah. A mm-hmm. bunch of pickup trucks, um, people who probably already have guns. But when it's like, like, oh, the Pacific Northwest, these people want to be their own state, they're like, oh, okay.
3: But if you type it in Google, <laughs> other things come up with it that allude to that, Jeff. So Google words, <laughs> hints. So I was like, oh, I don't know about this, Jeff. <clears throat> Of
2: about a militia, and
3: yeah, and movements and racist, and yeah. Oh. Of
0: course, that's a lot of the, um, I guess, the stereotype of the Pacific Northwest. That people forget about the agricultural areas. Like, what did you get out of the main, the main cities? Is quite different.
1: Oh, totally. It's like it. I mean, we like have two different states in Washington. I feel like once you get over the mountains, it's like very, the like main commerce is different. Like it's yeah, it's very very different.
3: It's like where the city is populated, and then it's not because it's farming. There's wine country. Mm-hmm. There's that. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Climates are totally not totally different, but climates are very very different. Yeah.
0: Does it have, does it vote extremely different?
1: Yeah, I mean the it's red. The right side of the state is red, and the left side of the state is blue. It's very, um, and there's enough people. I anything I'd say would be. Made up. I'm going to Kellyanne Conway this, but like I want to say, there's enough people in Seattle to, like on surrounding Seattle suburbs to like carry the state in most votes. But yeah. that could just be alternative facts.
3: We'll have a fact checker. We haven't had have, uh, an intern yet, so we might not have a fact checker. But yeah. Google
2: that. I like how Kellyanne Conway is a verb now. Oh, she's precious. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that she is. Oh no, it looks like <laughs> Julia
3: well, it's colder think... up there in the Pacific Northwest than we are right now, Gary. So that's—it's <laughs> not hurts. The Wi-Fi, are frozen.
1: I'm—I'm I'm c- trying to come back. I'm—I don't. I live in a dungeon. I work in a dungeon. That is true. <laughs> I'll
0: confirm.
2: I just can't see your lovely face, but we can hear you.
0: It's—it's <laughs> it's sunny and seventy degrees here today. It's true. <sighs> My sunroof is open.
2: Earlier on,
0: darling. if it
3: makes you feel better, Julie, I wish it was colder. So. <laughs> I do, I really do oh.
2: there we go. 80 today in
1: Tempe I can't
3: wow. No, it's cool, it's 57 um, here It's 57, we're okay
1: Oh, that's nice uh, Laura you guys, Laura tried to convince me to come down to Dallas in July to run, like, a half marathon. And I put that under, like, the worst idea she's ever had. No, no, it was March.
3: Like, it, was March. it was March. I said it only, like, your You're July.
1: It was not March. It was like, July. It was, like, mid and summer to the race you sent it's to me. No.
2: I can't think of a worse idea than to run a marathon in July in Texas.
3: July. <laughs> Julie, I'd like you to prove evidence and share that with me, and we'll put it in the notes, but... I i pretty sure it's March. 19. Okay, I'll find it. Okay, good. <laughs> we'll uh, alternative fact check ourselves. Just or maybe it was
1: September. Out. It was sometime when it was like so hot, and my answer was no, I will find us a race in Seattle in that month to run. Not, I'm not coming to Texas to run.
3: Oh, it, was it the wine one? The one in Fredericksburg? Maybe. It was in May. Yeah. So I think it's <laughs> in right. May. Okay.
0: So you're going to an antique wine at the same time?
3: Yes. Yeah, in 100 degree heat. Doesn't it was that only sound a awesome? 5K, first of all, not a marathon. That's your alternative fact. Uh, wine is afterwards, but you could do a 1K in wine. I'm thinking of a new Gary. And uh, yeah, and it's near where Jeff lives, so he could come. Yeah,
0: over. I'm not going to run, but go. I'll
2: go.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Great. We get some schnitzel and some German food and why not? Fredericksburg. Oh, very nice.
2: Very nice. So you guys are still, do all of you guys still run? No. No? Laura and Julie are the runners.
3: Julie, are you running? Yeah, yeah.
2: She's That's running away bad. right now As
3: <laughs> Running for <from reality>. me? <laughs> I know I place. keep losing you I don't know what's going on I know. <laughs> No I, I gave up for a while Gary And then I remember That I like to eat and drink really good food So I run to do that That's yeah. good
1: mm-hmm. um, I've left running For the most part and I'm like Fully into Derby um, Derby's still going strong in my life uh, and I'm doing a lot of hot yoga too, which is nice.
2: Very cool. And what's your current derby team and derby name?
1: Yeah. So the name stays with you. It's like uh, copyrighted oh, okay. almost, right? Nice. Trademark, if you will. Uh, so still in Smashaway. Um, That's and smash away. And I, I voted now play. Yes. I, you did all those years ago. I love it. <laughs> I did. Um, and I now play with Rat City Roller Girls, which is a a top 10 team in the nation. Thank you. Um, and, uh, my home team is called the Throttle Rockets. So, um, thank God we're the team that wears black and silver. I mean, my options were like army green, um, red and blue, which aren't bad, but at least I got the team that wears like black and silver. No one looks bad at black. Um, so it's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. You're
3: like hardcore now though, Julie, like you started in Dallas, your derby Mm -hmm. career, but now you're like up there with the majors.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty. I mean, it's it, they're pretty competitive. I enjoy it a lot. It's a good. It's a good release. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, Peter, Peter and I went to go see her do Derby once. Yes. Oh really? You
1: did? Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, gosh, it had to be like five years ago.
1: At least, yeah. Because um, my
0: my son was small.
1: Yeah, I was. Titus was in a stroller. I feel like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at Anne Smashaway's picture.
3: <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Which one? Which Gary, one? I'm gonna send you a video of the of her. Don't worry, I made a montage. Oh yeah, I'll put awesome. in the show notes as well. Yeah. Dude, Are you know, the one like, where I'm trying to be f- like fierce. Oh,
1: yes. that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, <laughs> the be-
3: the that best got part?
1: me my boo on Tinder. That picture got me my boo on Tinder. So oh, you just so need they- to know, and I will <laughs> fully admit I met my boo on Tinder. Um, okay. and but I we've been going on Like a, a year strong, I know, right? It works. A year strong, we're totally fine. And um, but yeah, it that was a great picture. It was good. Mm-hmm.
3: Do You guys both mm-hmm. just give a plug for Tinder. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, so. things we've plugged. Things <laughs> they've Dollarly learned shirts. since they went away.
2: Four loco and Tinder. I, I know. <laughs> That's what we've plugged so far. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah. I met my my uh, partner boyfriend on Tinder about two and a half years ago, actually. So nice. The early days of tinder so
3: yeah
2: Yep. now he's my uh partner in crime
3: it's awesome jeff you never so, met your partner on the internets did you
0: no the internet was barely a thing when i
2: <laughs> same we're gonna have so many notes and things that people aren't gonna have i've right. seen they're gonna be like this sucks what are they doing <laughs>
0: well if, if people were still listening to us by now thank you <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> right <laughs> right
0: <laughs> So is there anything else for me to cover? I
3: don't what think so.
0: It's cold oh. in Seattle. It's hot in Texas. Gary's in a closet.
3: Damn. We miss we miss you. So if you either of you want to come back anytime together, separately, you want to talk about something? Oh. I'm a- come back anything anytime. in pop culture we need, Julie? We're going to come back for that.
1: We can come back. Gary and I can give, um, let's come back in spring, Gary, and give a full TGIT roundup. Oh, yeah. Because I know oh, that yeah. you're also a fan from the Twitters. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, so My days are all messed up last night, so I was very excited when I woke up this morning. I was like, ooh, I can watch Scandal and everything. And then I realized it was, uh, wow. what is today? Today's Thursday, right? So it hasn't been on yet.
3: So yeah. Not until no. tomorrow. You
2: Bad
0: crazy time. kids, not, not watching tomorrow. them
3: by the full season. Yeah. What's that? I
0: have <laughs> stopped I stopped watching TV
2: when I started my dog tour program. And I've never found it again. Really? Wow. See, I... I still have it going. Like, I have to take a break. It's a reward. It's one of those things I do to reward myself is to mm-hmm. sit down and watch my list TV. Or at least I'm <clears playing throat> when I'm trying
0: to so, do things. So there's a lot of things we started binge watching when I finished between my wife and I. So we started watching House of Cards.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think when we got to season four, I was like, this is way, like, too unrealistic. I can't I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> However, the Not election anymore. was, the election was far oh. more <laughs> <laughs> unplausible.
1: <laughs>
3: you want Frank to be president, I know.
1: I know right now we're all thinking like maybe Frank Underwood
3: would not be that bad. <laughs>
0: I know. I mean, yeah, I watched part of we watched have like half a scandal. I watch scandal, yet, but
3: talks about it.
2: scandal is actually picking back up. I was getting ready to scandal and murder. I was kind of they were on the edge. Murder's still on the edge. how to get away mm-hmm. with murder. Um, but eh, it's got it's gotten a little bit better. We'll see. Give it a few yeah. more episodes.
3: My binge watch mm-hmm. postdoc was Breaking Bad. It made so much sense after being in Albuquerque before.
2: Hey, now.
3: I love it. It's a great place, but you're like, why is Albuquerque stuck in the '70s and what's going on here? And you're like,
2: oh, Albuquerque. That's why. Another another adopted homeland of mine, Albuquerque.
3: My dad has an <laughs> RV like that. Just so you know. Oh yeah. So I made him watch Breaking Bad.
2: Is it in Canada or it does he drive around? Okay.
0: It comes
3: in the America sometimes and sometimes it, it almost gets stuck here because it breaks down on the side of the road. or goes on flames. So.
0: Did you say the America?
3: <laughs> the America. Is there not a T-H-E in front of it now? <laughs> it's like
2: the Ohio States.
3: Exactly. Right. Exactly.
2: Or the Iraq. Exactly. The, Iraq. the, Iraq.
1: Mm-hmm. the interwebs. Yes.
2: And such
0: right. as. Well,
1: yeah. All right, friends. I have, to, I have to head. We're doing student interviews. I get to go interview more students who are someday going to change the world
2: oh let's hope <gasps> all right
1: right that's unbelievable
2: yeah totally <laughs> yeah the day
0: uh, is
1: now yeah hey, julie we love you time time is here i think this was a lot of fun bye let's
2: again.
1: You, julie. all right bye.
2: bye bye we're all waving
3: well uh, should we close out and say goodbye and then we'll say goodbye to gary as well all right gary get bye. the hell out of here <laughs> just kidding! Like, all right, we love you too. We don't just love Julia; so it's so good to chat with you. Uh, that's yeah. good. it was nice talking to you guys too. Uh, I'll
2: look forward to
3: uh, hearing <laughs> how it all turned out. The show notes—don't worry, You'll you will wait, like, wait for uh, those.
0: There'll be four listens, and it'll be the four of us that listens. It's to fine. That's yeah. fine. That's I'm fine. That's
2: fine. I'm here to entertain the world, even if it's just us.
3: Hey, yeah. stay in touch. Don't be a stranger.
0: All Talk right, bye guys. Right. see you Gary. Uh, that was fun.
3: It's good to chat with them. Uh, we won't always have guests, but we like having guests. So if you're interested and you want to talk about something, an issue, or you just want to talk about you, eh, that's fine too. Check in with us.
0: Here's our requirements for being a guest. <laughs> One. <laughs> be interesting. <laughs> and or funny. Yeah. Uh, less important is have something really good to say, but like at least be funny
3: if you want to talk about something like an issue or something cool you're doing, that's fine, but put some fun in it and funny into it.
0: Yeah. All
3: right.
0: Oh, I have another, I have another guest in the works that I will share with you uh, later on, but it'll be fun. Excellent.
3: And then we can still talk about issues and whatnot.
0: Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. We, we, um, we've been planning to talk about our, um, we've been, Plan to talk about how we feel of, about current events happening, but we haven't got around to that yet. So we'll we will we'll get to that at some point. Yeah, as we process that. So all
3: right, all right.
0: I think that's all for this week.
3: Check you later, break drinkers.
0: All right, thanks y'all. Bye. Ah.